You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a football Friday as we get set for Super Bowl 56, the Rams and the Bengals on Sunday. we got a lot to dive into. We'll give our contest picks later on the show. Ed Egros, who you're going to hear from later in full with us, and in just a couple of minutes, He's going to have a two-minute drill for us uh, on this particular matchup. But I'm excited for this conversation we're about to have on the Bengals' defense against the Rams' offense. I feel like this is the part of the Super Bowl that we have talked less about. There's just less, I think, intrigue here on how the Bengals could slow down the Rams. Uh, a couple of things sent out to me as we, we dive into the matchup. Well, I think the Rams are the ones that could slow down the Rams. That Sean McVay being too conservative could be what slows down the Rams. I feel like if the Rams come out throwing – they could get up and win this game, and maybe it does turn out to the blowout, Joe, that you mentioned a few minutes ago. I just worry about them being too conservative, keeping this game close. And if they keep this game close, I think they could lose it in the end. I, I love their wide receiver matchup, and I I do love Stafford in this game. I mean, I feel like they could have a big day. Those those two big wide receivers, Beckham and Cup and, and Stafford, they could have their way in this matchup. Based on the way OBJ has played in recent weeks, is the Rams group of receivers now on par with the Bengals? Hmm. It's close. I think it's splitting hairs now, right? If you get this Beckham. Yeah, I would, I do. I, hmm, that's a great question. I do like the, the trio and you throw in Mixon out of the backfield, like the right. overall group of, of weapons. I do like uh, Burroughs more. But top two, I, I think you can make the case the Rams are better because of the way Beckham's playing. And Cup's You have the best better. guy. Right. Cup's yeah. the best. Right, right. Uh, the most intriguing thing is, um, and I think a lot of people in the industry agree with me, is what's going to happen with Akers. Because right. we have received strong opinions on both sides. And if you want to shop around your numbers, right now, if you're looking for the best number to go under on, Acres rushing yards, you can find a 65 and a half still out there, under 65 and a half. If you want to bet over on Acres, like a couple of our fine guests are betting, you can find a 62 and a half. What a discrepancy sitting here on Friday morning before the Super Bowl, uh, a difference of three full yards, which you do not typically see throughout the season. So I find that I find that fascinating that at some books you can find such a such a different number there. I We still don't know what's happening with Henderson, right? And we don't know his usage. And if you're playing acres unders, you might want to go over on Michelle because 
you'd assume one of them is going right. to hit that number. I, maybe that's not the case, but that Michelle, I believe it's 19 and a half. Man, I'm seeing a 16 and a half for Sony Michelle out there. That is super low. If that's he's low. getting anywhere close to 10 touches like he did in the last wow. game, he's going to go over that. If you're, that's if you're like, really low. The highest number is 20 and a half. 20 and a half um, juiced heavily to the under there. But man, wow. I'm, uh, it's going to be interesting. And we don't see anything posted on Daryl Henderson yet. But uh, yeah, um, I, I looked. Yeah, a lot of people do believe that the Rams are going to run the ball a lot. And, you know, with McVay's conservative nature, I can see that. But uh, as we've noted this week, the efficiency has not been there. So even though Akers may get a lot of touches, it doesn't mean he's going to go over 63, 64, whatever number. Yeah, obviously passing the ball is where the Rams are going to be most effective and dangerous. So hopefully McVay isn't uh, as conservative because they just haven't been as good at running the ball as they have in years past. No, well, that's that's it, right? They At one point, they were a dominant running team. when they uh, A few years ago, yeah. yeah. When they had Todd Gurley back in his day, and they're all, I think their offensive line was a little bit better back then. I, I agree. That was their strength. I don't think it is any longer. Their receivers are the key. Uh, let, let's hear. We have a two-minute drill here from our buddy Ed Egros on the Rams receivers, this matchup against the Bengals defense. Let's, uh, let's hear from Ed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One of the great things about More Ways to Win this week has been speaking to players past and present about the game Sunday. During a conversation with Hall of Famer Andre Reid, I asked which team had a philosophical advantage at the wide receiver position. The Rams, where it's obvious Cooper Cup is getting the ball, or the Bengals, where Jamar Chase and T. Higgins have roughly the same target share. Reid suggested the acquisition of Odell Beckham has slightly changed the Rams' approach. But, at least when it comes to target rate, it hasn't. Cup's target rate has been roughly the same, and Van Jefferson's has actually gone up by about one percentage point since acquiring Beckham. Now, if you recall, Robert Woods went down for the season around the time Beckham showed up. Woods had a 19.1% target share. Beckham is at 20.3%, slightly higher, but more of a sign Beckham is the second option, just like Woods was. He is taking receptions away from the ancillary targets, like the tight ends and fourth receiver in the rotation. Keep in mind, the Rams run more 11 personnel than any other team in football by a mile. So, when it comes to receiver props, how should we treat these Rams receivers? Well, Cup keeps going over, though it's probably a sharp number at this point. But what if we treated Woods' numbers as Beckham's since their target shares are so similar? Well, if you combine the data, the average yardage per game is a shade less than 55 yards. But the median is 43.5 yards. What does this tell me? I think there's recency bias with Beckham's number coming off a monster outing in the NFC Championship game. So my take, bet the under Beckham 62 and a half yards and the over Jefferson 33 and a half yards. 
Interesting. We appreciate that from Ed. We'll, we'll talk in depth with Ed coming up next hour. So he thinks there's a little recency bias there on, on Beckham. I mean, the numbers have... There is. They've gone so... Like, at the beginning of the playoffs, I remember maybe it was Nick Costas or listening to him um, on his show, or I, I someone I heard Nick talk about this, that he was all over the, the Beckham props. He joined us a few days ago, Aaron. He talked about the Beckham props. He still loves them. But they were at like 45 two weeks ago. Now they're at like in the mid-60s. Yeah, but wasn't Simon Hunter also saying that they're just now, you know, figuring out how to use him? So we've heard conflicting yep. things on Akers and Odell. The sure. only constant with the Rams is Cup. Like, that's the one you don't, like, there's no ambiguity there. He's getting the football. Like, they're throwing to him 12 times on Sunday. It's a matter of, does he catch 8, 9, 10? He's, they're throwing the ball 12 times to him. That we know. What, what would it take you, Joe G, for, to take the under on Cooper Cup yards? <laughs> the highest I see is 106 and a half right now. And we know that number is going in one direction. Yeah. I, I probably 110 feels like wild to bet that, but I, I'm going to be on the one, over 105 <laughs> and a half on FanDuel. I'm like, I have to. Okay. Did, and the cup to catch total is what? Eight and a half. Yeah. I believe, I believe eight and a half. Uh, I'll if be over that too. If you take one thing away from this show today and you're going to be betting the Super Bowl. Shop around. I just can't believe what I'm finding right now. I see one book, one book that has Stafford passing yards 279 and a half, and I see another that has 299 and a half. Wow! Like right now, not early in the week or right when this, the props dropped, and then you have to wait for a middle to bet at the end. Like right now, there's a 20 yard discrepancy. We just talked about Acres three yards, Michelle four yards. Four-yard difference, and it's such a low number. That's ridiculous. That's insanity. Um, I went it, for it speaks to the liability that some of these books have or they, they don't have on certain sides. I was just gonna say I went from using three sports books to like six this week. <laughs> I'm like, I am all in now. I signed yeah. up for more accounts. I'm shopping around. Oh, I'm invested. These are efficient markets, so why if you're giving me a few extra yards, I'll take them. Exactly. Especially what with the you... discrepancies with some of these books, it's like why you put your money in one when you know you can get a better price somewhere else. Mm -hmm. What do you guys um, make of the Ram team total in this game? We talked about the Bengals team total, and it's, it's a tough number, 22. Ram team total is a 26 and a half. I think that's a less mm -hmm. line right. That feels like a that's a strong number. That, that's that not an easy really one. Good. 27 kind of hits hits me. Like yeah. Just, yeah. Just thinking that, through them. That's a strong number. I'm betting the first half under, and we'll see what happens, but I'll likely be on the second half over. But I think the second half will have more scoring. And then, so I'm not going to go under because both of these teams could go the first quarter without scoring a touchdown. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. over could come in easily with, the, with these offenses. What's the first quarter total or over under? Usually nine or nine and a half. Not that it really matters at that point because you're probably not going to see nine points. But ten, yeah. it's ten. Ten now. Fanduel yeah. is it at ten? And you get I mean, it's uh, pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's you guys, juiced. it's juiced significantly. By the way, it's under ten is minus one seventy. Yeah, I would just, I would just go play the nine or nine and a half somewhere. Right. Yeah, where you don't have to pay that juice. Are you guys on the first quarter under? Expecting a slow yeah. start? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
three. I mean, the three, ten, you, you do right. get that push, but yeah. Seven exactly. three at the worst. I mean, I'd be surprised yeah. it was more than ten points. I would not bet the over for the first quarter of this game. Um, what are we thinking on Stafford? We haven't talked enough about Stafford this week. Just like in general, how what we expect from Matthew Stafford. Burrow is more of like the the talking point. How he handles this. Man. How he handles the pass rush. This is I, I mean, Matthew Stafford's had when he's been good this year. He's been great. And then he's had those moments where it's like, oh, that's the old Matthew Stafford. That's the guy people weren't sure about. On, on the Burrow side, I noticed it last night. I was like, I didn't even think about this. Young kids love this dude. Love him. In the middle of bre- basketball practice last night, because one kid has a Burrow t-shirt jersey on. I start messing with him about why he's wearing the, the shirt of the losing quarterback. And like, he starts arguing with me. And then about 10 seconds later, the entire team is jumping up and down, chanting Burrow. <laughs> I was like, what is that? They lo- this guy is going to own the NFL for the next yep. 10 to 15 years. Even my dad that. called me loving Burrow. Everybody I mean, it's not just kids. Yeah. Everybody loves him. I yeah, love, I just I didn't him. realize. I do too. Is he taking over for Mahomes? <laughs> Seriously. Yes, actually, I think because of Jackson and Mahomes' fiance, people actually are annoyed. Yeah. Um, I think part of the reason we're not talking as much about Stafford, not not only because Burrow's the more popular player, he's the thing right now, but also we don't know what to expect because the just ride the wave, right? I mean, he was consistent throughout some of the year in a new offense. Okay, cool. Then they lose three straight games. At the end of the season, he's fading. It's like, oh, man, you can't bet on the Rams in the playoffs. And you go in there, everybody's saying, oh, he's 0-3 for in his career in the playoffs. This guy can't win a big game. And then he just won three games, and he's looked awesome, playing his best football of the year right now. So I think it's tough for people to come up with a strong opinion on Stafford. I I have not bet his passing yards. Have you guys? No, nope. no, he's gone 283 over the last two. and a half. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, I don't know about that one. I, I mean, yeah, you look at the last two, you want to bet the over, but then it's also the Super Bowl. I mean, and how conservative McVay is, I don't know. I mean, he's been dynamic in the postseason, Matthew Stafford. I mean, we, we got to, you know, just call it for what it is. I mean, the three games mm-hmm. here 76% completion, 73, 68. In total, six touchdowns, one pick. I mean, his pass rate in the postseason is is well over 100, but he's playing excellent football right now. Did you guys bet him to throw an interception? I didn't. No, but I'm probably going to bet Burrow because I think the volume is going to be higher. Yeah. More chance for a tip or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even the, the Bengal game, that pick that Burrow threw, it was a wild interception. But if you're throwing the ball a lot, you know, wacky things happen here. I tell you what, I know we're going to go to our contest picks. The more I we talk through this, I'm feeling the over more than the under. I don't know really? how these teams aren't going to score points. Like it might, I think it'll start off slow. We've talked that all week, right? The game script and slower start. These teams are explosive. When these, mm-hmm. when those, there's four receivers, and when they get the ball in the open field, it's it's go time. Like they can just take it. I I, mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to get to the over by the end of this game. But 27-20 still under. I mean, this is a pretty healthy number. It is. 27-23. Is, that's, a, that's what's in my head. That's over. Slightly, right? It's not by a lot. Slightly. Okay. So immediately it was posted at 50, and it was bet down to 48 right. and a half. 
It hasn't moved in like 10 days. Mm-mm. Is it going to go up? If it does, where are we going? 49, 49 and a half? I mean, it's not going back to 50. With this correct, time. correct. But you would think the public's going to bet on the Bengals and the over. That seems like what's happening. And the Sharps are on the Rams and the under so far. And it's strange. We're not he- you know, we're not hearing a lot of all the sharp action that we hear bets about. It's prop bets. It's not a strong opinion, I don't think, on the side and or total. Yes. It's like no one wants to have the strong side or the total. Yeah. Maybe it's because the matchup. Maybe it's because it's Stafford and we don't know what to do with that. It's, it's like yeah. like a lot of these these teams that have been there before, we know what to think of them, right? It's easy to have a strong opinion on Mahomes or Reed or like Jimmy G's not good enough. These two have never been here. Stafford's playing well, so it's hard to knock him right now. This is, um, you're right, it's, it's a little bit different than most uh, recent Super Bowls. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with BetQL Daily. Presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Next hour, contest picks. Six are six favorite picks. And there's a lot out there. For Super Bowl 56, we'll chat with Eddie Gross as well. ton of do right here on BetQL Daily. Presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook.